Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia, and with me I have Armando Arvizu here, and I've had a hard day's night. And Jordan, what's that thing we do on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that thing that we do here on the Criterion Cult, uh, Cult Podcast is we like to talk about a film that is in the Criterion Collection, and then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the collection. We pair them together. We talk about them. You know, we get deep about them. Sometimes we don't get deep about them at all. Sometimes we talk about how much we don't like them, but we vote them in or out. Well, no, no. We vote the movies we bring in or out, and we just talk about the Criterion Collection films. If you're just joining us, thanks for joining the cult. If you've always been in the cult, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, today, this is uh, Mondo's Mondo's keep, picks. Keep he's, your shoes clean. He's <laughs> Mondo's got the uh, he's got the picks here. He's got the he's, the, bring, he's the old rock and roll. We all know Baz Luhrmann, right? <laughs> and we all know Elvis. And in, <laughs> and in honor of that, uh, I br- I'm bringing That Thing You Do, which is directed by uh, Mr. Tom Hanks, who's in this Elvis film. Which, okay, there you go. That yeah. That is a connection. I mean, they're, bo- they're also both about music, so that's a Music, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of mm-hmm. course. And uh, the Beatles and Elvis famously had a, a rivalry. Maybe not. Maybe... <laughs> Did they? No, I don't know. I don't think they cared about one another. Oh, yeah, because Elvis was probably already on his way out at that time. Uh, no, he was. A, a, I don't know. I don't know preacher? what he was doing. I don't know what he was doing at that time in the sixties. He was a spokesperson for, I think, fish fish sticks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man, that was Orson Welles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was Orson Welles. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, it all comes together. Orson <laughs> Welles is in the Orson, Criterion yeah. Collection. <laughs> it all comes around somehow. We got but fish anyway. sticks. <clears throat> But anyway, today we're uh, the Criterion film is a hard day's night that we're talking about from director Richard Lester, and this is spine number seven eleven for all you spine heads, and for all you seven eleven heads out there too. Yeah, get your free Slurpee on. Hell yeah! Yeah, tell me sent you. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Should we just get into the synopsis, or do you have anything to say today, Jordan? Or how are you feeling? You feeling alright? Feeling all right over there? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, right. you know, a hard day's night, but a little pebble in my shoe yeah. uh, on the way to the that thing you do. But, you know, luckily Tom Hanks was ever able to pep me back up. Oh, but, yeah, uh, tell, tell me a little bit about A, a Hard Day's Night. Yeah. And I like, mean, I'm sure everyone knows what this is about. But, yeah, yeah this is a classic, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh band film, I guess, you know, a musical. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, it pretty much, I mean, it pretty much is like one of the first music videos in a lot of ways right yeah i think it is i think it is kind of considered that because yeah. of uh yeah because of the band and stuff because right because there's if there's music in it and like uh yeah it just has and they play and themselves this is a, so. obviously, yeah this, and they're a real band yes uh, too right. so it's yeah. not a fake you know whatever band. exactly they're not it's the not, monkeys no well yeah it's not a are the monkeys uh, a real band captain geach and the shrimp shack shooters you there know? you go that's what they were called yeah. i was trying to remember what it was yeah but yeah, the monkeys are kind of a real band now, I think. But Davy Jones is dead. So, R.I.P. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we'll get uh, <laughs> like uh, as usual. Our synopsises <laughs> and uh, uh, credits are provided by Letterbox. Wink, yep. wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, make us premium members. Give us hats. Something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tag you in all of our posts. We're so. gonna shill you as hard as we can until one of these days. I'm gonna look at our messages on Instagram, and they're gonna it's gonna say that you've seen it and you looked at what I sent yeah. you. All right, <laughs> I believe in it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the Beatles starring in their first full length hilarious action packed film. 
capturing John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr in their electrifying element, A Hard Day's Night is wildly irreverent journey through this uh, pastiche of a day in the life of the Beatles during 1964. The band have to use all their gull and wit to avoid uh, pursuing fans and press to reach their scheduled television uh, performance. In spite of Paul's troubling, troublemaking grandfather and Ringo's arrest. Sounds like the lads got themselves in some trouble. Yeah, they get in a little, you know, a little situation. Okay, so uh, obviously John Lennon is playing John. Paul McCartney is playing Paul. R.I.P. And uh, George Harrison is playing George. R.I.P. And Ringo Starr is playing the grandfather. Just kidding. Uh, that's William uh, Brambell is playing. Uh, Wilfred. Wilfred. Sorry, Wilfred Brambell is playing Paul McCartney's grandfather. And we've got a few other guys. Norman uh, Rosting. Uh, Rossington. Rossington. And John Junkin plays Shake. And yeah, that's yeah. You don't really need to yeah. go anywhere. All we care about is the four lads the from Liverpool. Tops. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I said, R- I'm gonna say R.I.P. John Lennon, R.I.P. Paul McCartney, and R.I.P. Uh, George Harrison, because we all know that Paul McCartney's really dead. Uh, yeah, that's why he's wearing no shoes on Abbey Road. Yep, that's right. Look into it. Google uh, it, people. He is the walrus. I mean, uh-huh. cuckoo, kachoo, somebody said. Google it and then get back to me. Huh? <laughs> get back. All right. So let's get into A Hard Day's Night, Mondo, yes. um, which I think was a good pairing with uh, That Thing You Do. Uh-huh. Just uh, because it is kind of, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's of the times. It's supposed to be like similar time. Uh, well, obviously like year after. Yes. Like, and then the thing, after the British invasion. Right. So. Yeah. And, and it sort of has the same in a lot of uh, <clears throat> areas of the of the movie like the same energy that uh, Hard Day's Night has, right? Like, yeah, definitely. Like that sort of like kind of fun, goofy energy. Yeah, goofy you know? funness. Yeah, they kind of do like little homages to... Uh, right. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that thing you do later. Yeah, yeah. Later. But, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'll, I mean, if you haven't seen this, you'll realize that a lot of things do kind of do pay homage to um, A Hard Day's Night. Yeah, like uh, a, a lot of things. I mean, even one of the... They, they do a little thing in uh, I'm Not There... The film I brought, the Bob Dylan film, and the section where Kate Blanchett, she's running around with them with in the England, Beatles, yeah, with the Beatles, playing, yeah. Like, and it's sort like, of like a scene from the like, all goofy yeah, and uh-huh. like yeah, just like uh, kind of like um, you know like caricatures, yeah, right? Exactly. Because that I mean, that's and all not, like magical right. sort of like they're yes, like weird yeah. little fairy guys or sort of well, what which, which is of, what like yeah, which is what this uh, I mean not magical fairy guys, but this film <laughs> sort of is making them out to be like yeah, these like little whimsical. Uh, just you know, just and I then mean, just I, talk too close to you. Yeah, they <laughs> get way too close. Train. Well, you know, they, they're not actors, so and that's very apparent in a lot of scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because of the way they deliver their lines, they're very like. And look, I, I was just gonna say right off the bat that it's like sarcastic and kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, I'm not like the hugest Beatles fan. Um, so I would uh, say famously, you were not a Beatles fan, but nobody cares. So it's no, I, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, in terms no, of I'm like, sure, a, I'm no, 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 I know, but but in terms of like, <laughs> oh no, I, <laughs> and the, in the, in terms of like, uh, just because like I I I watched Get Back, you know, and that was like a, that was 24 hours of Beatles nonstop, and I you know, and I really enjoyed that. And so I yeah. figured, I figured, okay, I was like, I'm not a big Beatles fan, but I really enjoyed Get Back, which was like hours of them just, you know, and they're not really being this silly, but they are sort of like silly and they are kind of being a yeah, certain type jokey, of way. but more themselves than more anything. More themselves, yeah. yes. 
And but like it is still very much that they just like and, bag on Ringo and have and, and have had more time together as a band and sure kind of, yeah yeah it's definitely and a obviously time. they're kind of over it too yeah like yeah, you yeah. know they want to yeah and so I thought oh because this is my first time seeing a hard day's night for this podcast so I thought oh, okay it shouldn't be I mean I I watched Get Back and I enjoyed that I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy a hard day's night and I'm I just I could not get into it. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't, and, and and I can appreciate it for what it is. You know what I mean? I can appreciate it for if you are a Beatles fan, I can understand why you love this, right? Yeah. Because it's like it's literally just seeing them at the, in this sort of like really playful way that you can just be like, oh man, they're people too, or they're like, you know what I mean? Like not necessarily that they're relatable people, but that they're, they're they're just these goofy, lovable guys, right? Yeah, like they're not a good time. Like yeah, they're not these rock stars that are unreachable, like in in that sense. Like they're 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 really like cute little guys that are wacky too, you know? Yeah, and they don't really do anything kind of like out of the norm, sort of like or like you know, like they don't act like big rock stars, sort of like you know, only to their like managers or like the people trying to like wrangle them to do things. They're, sure, that they're kind yeah, of act yeah. like dickish sort to them you know like it's yeah. like that they don't like they're not like eating caviar or like you know like or like uh i don't know just doing something wild you know like well they are constantly just grabbing whatever woman's around them and putting their arm around and like taking them yeah. back to their room so there is that but that you know hey that's that was just the that times, was something huh? weird that i noticed <laughs> that was something really weird that i noticed that watching john lennon it, watching did a lot it, watching this <laughs> watching it this like uh like now you know is like yeah, that like women like have like no place in this film like at all. Like, besides being objects, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. then just something to gawk at, pretty much. Like there's yes. no woman character in this film, you know, like char- like actual person character. Like right, yeah, yeah. Know? It's just, just like people that literally they yeah. just like they just put their arm around and say, "Hey, you want to go back to my room?" In some like snarky beetle way, you know. And um, I mean. It's not a bad thing because it's not like it's like completely like this disgusting thing. You know what I mean? It's just like dumb yeah. and jokey. It's like very dumb and j- it's not like Animal House gross or something. It's just very dumb. But it still is but very. It's, it's, it's still like a fucking cockfest. This movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like it's just is. really. But I mean, you know, it, that's. I mean, that you know, who who was this made for? Right? It was made for Beatles fans, which were mostly, uh, you know, at that time, teenage girls. Yeah. Right. Right. So the they don't want to chase yeah, them around. They just want to see them. Like, yeah. They don't want to see anybody else. You know. Yeah, they don't want. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing with that thing you do, where like. That's interesting. You know that joke where at when they're playing on TV, like, oh, watch out, ladies, he's engaged. Yes. Uh-huh. Like. That's what they made John Lennon do is play down his relationship with right. uh, his wife. Like wife yeah, they at used the to time. do that to like uh, so you know? many like bands and like yeah. pop artists and stuff they like want that. Back them then. to be like they're available, right? You know, because then yeah, because then they think that like little girls are just like oh well he's married I I can't you know what I mean I I don't have a chance with him but I have a chance with this other grown man who's not married yeah which is <laughs> or you the know, grandfather <laughs> which is kind of crazy I, I was like really when I was watching a hard day's night I was like wondering I was like oh was there any like grown like I mean, there obviously there was, right? I mean, obviously there was, but do you think there was any like grown women in the in those crowds, like screaming and like you know, like just like pure? Ecstasy? I think that's a young woman's game. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because like it but, was just like kind of crazy to just see like the shots of the crowd and like they, when they when they play live at the end. Yeah, and you see like the crowd watching them, and like the little girls are just like in this like state of like like just pure like. Like, they're just like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And that makes sense if it's, like, a bunch of little, like, teenage girls, you know what I mean? Because that's Mm -hmm. just what it was. But I'm just wondering if there was, like, grown women doing that to the Beatles, you know? I'm sure there probably was a little bit. Yeah, 
But I mean, obviously, the older women are going to play it cooler, you know? Yes, right. So, yeah. And I mean, they had to back then, or else yeah. they'd get smacked around by their husband. Yeah, or John Lennon. <laughs> or John Lennon. Which is, look, we're not making fun of uh, spousal abuse or any type of abuse. Please don't. We're do making that. fun of John Lennon. We're making fun of John Lennon. We're making fun of the fact that back in the day, that, you know, men were horrible, and they still are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that hasn't changed, even if it's been a hard day's night. But you know what? That's okay, because they make good art, and that's all that matters <laughs> on earth. I can separate the artist from the person. I can separate the (laughs) fart from the art and the art from the person. And it's, you know, and it's all stinks. It all stinks. (laughs) But um, so a hard day's night. The reason I couldn't really get into it was because I guess I just didn't. I I didn't really like like the flow of it. Like it it didn't it it felt very like um yeah well, like kind of like pasted together in this way that was just like okay like we had this take that worked when he says this so we're gonna like paste it here. It's like you know a lot of close ups that they have to do of them because obviously they 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 need to just get their one line that they say and put it in the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a lot of stuff like that. And I, and I'm, that's nothing towards the director. He's you know. He's a fine. He he, he did, This is like a really good music video. Like I said, it's like yeah. one of the. You yeah, know. it looks great. Like yeah. the I have, I actually own this. I'm blaming on the, the Blu-ray Beatles. combo. Oh okay, I'm blaming the Beatles acting. How did it I, look on the channel? They look. Oh really yeah, it looked good. really good. Stunning, like kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like it the actually black and white looked really good. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what I'm saying. Like it looked like this really great yeah. like black and white music video. Yeah. That the you know the Beatles like where you know if 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 there was music over them talking it would have been a great film. Yeah. It would have been great. Like if there was just their music through the whole thing I would have loved it but they had to speak so and well, and again it's not that I don't want to hear them speak it's just that I didn't really like their line deliveries you know I I just there was some parts that I just felt were just very like I don't know so stilted and weird to me but it wasn't like bad you know yeah I I, yeah I don't think it's bad either but I mean I I saw this when I was younger and I liked it or whatever and stuff but like now I mean watching it now and really looking at it with like you know a more critical eye and like not just you know you know trying to like really like dig into it like I saw kind of like yeah the pacing was it kind of didn't it didn't work for me like you know they're like little skits and stuff but and then and then they go into a song and it mm-hmm. just felt like too almost too abrupt sometimes or it just like messed up the flow of like you know of the skits sort of like you know and like because right. they're just like really serious and they're playing these like songs like yes do you love her? like yes you know, like, yeah yeah and, and a lot of the songs a lot of times the songs that kicked in at certain moments had n- really didn't match the like the situations that got to those you know what i mean it'd be like this yeah. wacky situation that like all this stuff's going on and then all of a sudden they just like yeah like like singing the slow song it which, was like and they was, say love they, i think they say love about 30 like i would probably say no no 60 times in each song they say love yeah <laughs> which i th- which i found was really crazy i was like oh wow he said love like six times right there yeah. in that line which uh yeah but yeah it just reminded me of like yeah if a band like was on like a tv show like a guest appearance on a tv show and it just like once they started playing, you know, it just like changes the whole whole feeling of the show and like the comedy, like what's going on. And like, you know, like the actors are just like, you know, like, oh, like just looking at him like fondly and stuff like that. And it yeah. just kind of like it just feels really abrupt. I feel. But and, and another reason, too, is that it feels very much like um like a like a like a band touring video right like mm-hmm. you watch like those bands that have like like dvds that they used to put out that were yeah. just like them goofing off on tour where it's like like that scene where john lennon just like in the tub pretending well, that's like, probably where they, they got it from that's too, what i'm saying you know? like, like yeah. that that's what that felt like it felt like a, a scene from like you know you watch from every time i die yeah like and every happens. time i day shit happens <laughs> or like some you know like yeah. uh like who else like a newfound glory that that dvd oh, yeah. that they have where it's like them touring yeah i felt like that where it's just like these guys who sort of think they're very funny, 
but they're not really once yeah, not, you, once it gets put on tape and you like look at it you know what i mean like like the drive through the second drive through dvd where it's just all these bands the drive through records for anyone i don't know yeah. if anyone knows what that is but like they show like all these bands recording themselves on tour and they're just they're just really vulgar and just horrible and they think that they're funny and when yeah. you watch it you're just like oh wow this is like really cringe and and that's some of the stuff in in hard days night felt like that to me Really, like, I, where I was just felt really cringy, but, not not yeah. like cringe, where it was just like, oh, like they're gonna regret that. Just mostly where I was just like, oh, that's not funny. Like they had yeah. to keep that in there. <laughs> like they had to set up a camera for this fool to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there are some. I mean, there are some funny. There is some funny stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, I like the. I, I you know, and I only say this because as someone with a with a large nose, I really liked that they made fun of Ringo's nose a lot. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Like their grandfather just makes fun of Ringo's nose, yeah, and like that that he's just like useless and stuff like that. I thought that was funny, and there's yeah. and there are some good like gags and things like that. There and some was good uh, visuals. There's a there was a good gag when they're at the TV studio, and then the magician has like a sign. He's standing next to it, and it says like ten doves, and then the grandfather like walks by him. He's like, "Oh, I saw your father back that, in that, yeah, blah, 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 and he like pats him on the arm. And then, like, some feathers come out, you know? And then he has to, like, cross out yeah, and the he puts 10 nine. and a 9, you know? That was, like, a pretty good gag. And it I didn't find. include any one of the Beatles. Yeah. Think about that. No. <laughs> They're messing up with their gags. It would have been a good gag. All, all the gags would have been good if they weren't in it. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just, but, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I, I have to be critical of these fools. Everyone just likes to lick their mop tops, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it. Yeah. But, again, I don't think this movie was, like, bad or anything. I just, myself couldn't really get into the flow or like really and again it's it's not because it's not because i dislike the beatles because i don't dislike them it's just that like i didn't i you know the music's fine it's just that like to me i i didn't see the point of me getting to the end of whatever was going on you know what i mean well i mean there really is no end like it's yeah just that's like, and yeah, that's what i mean the... it's, it's it really is a movie for beatles fans yeah i would say right like you i, I would you know I, I i don't know if i'd well i mean everyone's a beatles fan so i would recommend it to anyone but i'm saying like to me like it, it is a good i can appreciate it for what it is again because it's a great music video it's like probably one of the first music videos and i understand that it was like the first time that we were introduced to the like the beatles you know and they were yeah. a big deal at the time so you know, yeah I understand and especially all that at that time you have to imagine like damn like you know you've never seen like a band like this like sure sort yeah, of yeah. like kind of candid but not really you know like in a weird like a, weird, a different kind of sense that they're just like goofing off and stuff and for like you know, if you like, I mean, especially if you're in that time and, and you like the Beatles, to see them like that is Absolutely. kind of like, like, wow, that's amazing. Like, you never see, like, this is something, like, you've never seen before. Like, you know? Like, yeah, it's literally like... You never like saw a... Mozart, like, farting until Amadeus. Exactly. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is, yeah, and that's why I think, like, those tour uh, DVDs were, like, so popular. Because yeah. you wanted to see your favorite bands just, you know, yeah, acting hanging cools. out, being, yeah. like, yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, so I, I totally understand that aspect of this film. So yeah. that's why I'm not going to say that it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me saying that I don't like it is not saying that the film's bad. You know? Yeah, I just, yeah it's just I, not for... I, yeah, yeah, I just couldn't, like, get into it. <laughs> yeah, I just... You know, there was, like, so many times where I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, that's right. Like, the grandfather is just doing these weird things, huh? Just, like, making them, like... Like, you know, he's just, like, stirring the pot, and that's what, like, Paul McCartney keeps telling him. Like, you know, yeah. like, he stirs the pot, he, like, mixes shit yeah. up and makes people, like, do all this stuff. And it was just, like, I was like, oh, but, like, why? I was like, why do they, like, need that? Like, it's just literally just there just for that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, like, Paul McCartney just has his old man with him? And I'm like, yeah, we'll say it to his grandfather. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. hilarious, you know? Yeah, it was pretty, like, 
like yeah, it happened just like that. Right? Yes, yeah. That was a great reenactment of <laughs> of them writing the script. I was gonna do the voices, but I didn't want to. You know, yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to offend any uh, any people from Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, or, or no, a lot of the stuff just felt very much like on the spot, right? Yeah. Like the, the director's probably like, well, what do you guys want to do? And like, oh, we can like. Well, kinda, I think it, the like, grandfather was there because he had to go pick up Paul's ashes because Paul's really dead. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. And I actually. That I think that grandfather actually is Paul. It's his corpse. They resurrected it. <laughs> Look, this is you guys. You guys got to Google this stuff. Yeah. This is this is another podcast I have. It's called Paul McCartney's Dead Pod. <laughs> Look it up. We're investigating it. Paul, we're coming for you. Get back, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you should actually check out Get Back on Disney Plus because that's a really good. Uh, it, you know, yeah. if I mean, if you're a Beatles I, fan, you've already seen it. Yeah. But it's. Uh, but I, I'm not a Beatles fan. I really, really enjoyed that. That to me was actually seeing the Beatles in there, what they like are, Ellen, like who yeah. they are, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Or at least who they were at that time mm-hmm. and who they became after, yeah. after all this nonsense, after this hard day's shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's what, yeah. One of the things too is like, this is early Beatles. So it's like, I mean, I'm not that like early, whatever. No, no, no. But it's just, the songs are just not as. And, and that was, uh, you know, I watched it with, uh, with a, with a, with a friend of ours, a uh, friend of ours and, uh, the composer of our theme song at the beginning, Paul, oh, Paul? Martinez. Okay. And he's yeah, a Beatles he, fan ish. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he likes the Beatles, yeah. um, but he, yeah, he wasn't really. Oh, too... doesn't he? Oh, he likes across the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he likes the Beatles, but I don't think he was too crazy about this movie. And that was kind of the first thing he asked when it was like over. Was yeah. how old were they when this was made? You know what I mean? Because that that is interesting because it does feel like it is very like a young film, right? They they yeah. looked at this film and they were like, "Yup, this is hilarious." Mm-hmm. Like we look at we did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and again, it, it's, it's, but yeah, I mean, this is like, uh, I mean, obviously the Beatles were playing together for a while before, you know, they broke into right, America, right, right. you know, yeah, and yeah. made this film, of but, course. but I mean like, yeah, these are like the early songs that like, you know, they're just kind of, t- you know, just poppy, something snappy, you know? Yeah. Very much that thing yeah. you do is yeah. a bunch of just like, you know, like, I love you. So yeah. like just that, like the, every song they sing on this, yeah, that, lovers like, goes like, crap, yeah. right. which is fine. I mean, yeah. they're really good songs. Like incredibly catchy. There's no way you're not gonna be like stomping your foot when those songs start playing. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're just catchy. Yeah. There's just no if ands or buts. They're great songwriters, actors. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. But who knows? I mean, because I know George Harrison. You know, he's he was a huge cinephile guy. He was like one of the guys who got Monty Python their movie. You know what I mean? Like he produced their stuff. He produced Jodorowsky too, right? Like he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would like help out a lot of people. He was into that stuff. So you know. I'd like to think that he looks back and regret with this as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah. but um, it 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 obviously belongs in the Criterion Collection. That yeah. that makes sense. But I'm just saying, for my for my when me watching it, it was sort of like a, a kind of a a schlog to get through for myself, just mm-hmm. because I just sort of yeah. was like, oh, you know, this is cute, but I yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. I was sort of waiting for something to happen. Yeah, which nothing, I know that's not the point. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of yeah, yeah, it's, it's not like, the point. Yeah. But yeah, I was and, just sort of waiting for that. And the like the humor kind of just like I don't know, it just falls flat now for sure. Like you know, it's like some stuff is funny, like you know, but most of it is just like yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. also there's the you know the slang kind of language barrier too. A lot of stuff they say I don't you know they do a lot of jokes that have like words that I don't know what oh, yeah? the Any slang is for. One? Yeah. Uh, no, there was one, there's one that John Lennon says in this one specific scene and I should have wrote it down and I was going to, yeah. um, but he says this, he says like, oh, you're a, he says, oh, we, he says we must be a something and he says it 
and like it's like supposed to be a joke like it's you know yeah. what i mean it's like a little jab at something but uh-huh. I, I yeah i can't remember what it is but there's a few of them in there that i just didn't yeah, i was like oh sure. i wonder like i usually i can kind of like figure it out but i just didn't yeah and also because they just don't know how to deliver lines so you know there's no heart behind Sorry. it dude. Well, never, <laughs> never mind the bollocks. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I mean, you know, again, they weren't that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. Actually, Ringo was actually very good. He's got really good eyes for the for for the camera. I'm serious. There's the the scene where he's talking to the grandfather in like the commissary when they're eating, uh-huh. and the grandfather's telling him like, you know what, Ringo, you you do better than these guys. These guys just treat you like shit. You know what I mean? And Ringo's like looking at him like, oh yeah, like you know, like you see it in his eyes that he really felt that, like he really believes that, and yeah. it's true, Ringo. It's true. It was yeah. true at the time. It's just true now. Well, who's dead now? <laughs> well, I, that's good. That's that's yeah. a whole other podcast we have as well. Is, is Ringo killing these other members? Yeah. <laughs> Pod dot com. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what? Last yeah. Thoughts last thoughts. On? We can get last thoughts on uh, Hard Day's Night. Um, I mean, I I pretty much said a lot or about it already. So my yeah. last thoughts will be, watch Get Back. And uh, you don't you don't need to you don't need to see this because you've probably already seen it if you're a yeah. Beatles fan, right? Yeah. If, if you're a film fan. Oh, I don't know. If you if you're a film fan who's not a Beatles fan, I would say skip it, honestly. Cuz it's on all those lists, it's on all those things, but I mean, I'm glad I saw it, but, you know. Yeah. I'm also You could have saw something else. I could have watched anything else. Yeah. The Woody Allen movie, anything else? <laughs> With Jason <laughs> Biggs, Biggs and Christina Ricci? I'm kidding. I wouldn't I would rather watch this than that, honestly. Indeed. Even though it's just even though they're all just cancelable men. They're all disgusting either way. Yeah. So, I would give this, well, and again, you know, I, I like to not, I like to not be a, a you know, just throwing uh, star ratings out here because you know we're doing zero to five, and they don't really mean anything. But I'm gonna give a hard day's night, you know, because I gave Thor three, so I, I gotta give a hard day's night three, mm-hmm. because it it's got the filmmaking, it's got the 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 first like the kind of uh, like the the first there in terms of like a music video. You know what I mean? It's got all that groundbreaking stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, and, and there was no way that Thor would be better than this film. And, and like, any sort of, and sort of real, <laughs> even though I was, like, more entertained by Thor. Um, yeah. Yeah, a, this is just, you know. So, I would I would give it three three mop tops. Three yeah. mop tops. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, again, uh, don't recommend it to anyone who isn't a Beatles fan. But if you're a Beatles fan and you haven't seen this yet, then you're not a real Beatles fan. Mondo, what are your yeah. thoughts? Uh, I mean, I... Yeah, I kind of had the same kind of feelings with this film now, too. Like, I'm not really, I don't really think I can go back and really watch it anymore, you know? Like, yeah, you know, it was just, it just, like, the comedy kind of felt flat, but, and then the songs, I really did not care about this. Like, like you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like they're, they're fine, you know? They're like, I mean, I kind of used to like them, sort of, but not, I don't know, I'm just not a Beatles fan either, really, that much. Like, I like a song here and there, but I never... I never have the urge to put on a Beatles song, you know. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it and it looks really good. I like the way it gets kind of filmed sort of and like a, a the black and white looks really great. Also like the like the restoration that Criterion did of this film looks like amazing, you know. Um but yeah, like other than that, like I can't really like recommend it yeah, to anyone else but a Beatles fan or something like that, you know, like yeah it's like it's yeah it might have been like the first but it's also like someone else was gonna kind of do it sort of you know like someone else would have came along and done <laughs> well like, sure yeah you know yeah. like uh-huh. but and it's just like yeah i don't know i can't really i don't know i just can't get behind a hard day's night anymore or whatever damn so what's your rating i mean yeah i give it a three too all right like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it just because I yeah I I don't even know like what like what like I'm not even like I was like dreading a little bit to talk about it this with you because I felt like there's nothing like really like kind of. I don't know, just like and, and to garner up the say, conversation. You yeah, know, they, like, they, that's why it's like um, what I was just going to say right now is like I, I don't even know what like there. It's only like if I was a Beatles fan, would I be able to like talk about this movie like in a yeah. really like kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. Mostly, I'm just sort of picking like telling you my gripes about it and mm-hmm. what you know what I mean. Like, which is fine too. Like, yeah, you know, like it just it stirs up some kind of conversation. Sure, you know? sure, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, because you you would really have to be a Beatles fan to really just like kind of and. This might be the this might be the episode that gets people to cancel us, because everyone loves the Beatles and everyone loves this movie, and I bet you everyone's just gonna think we're complete idiots for this. <laughs> uh, no, I you mean, don't think so. I have my reservation about Beatles fans. What like do you mean? I like, like if you like the Beatles in high school, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, like sure, yeah, yeah. Especially if you like wore a Beatles shirt. Yeah, that was yeah, just like, like okay, like, relax, yeah. okay. It was like, oh, cool. You figure, like, you might as well wear a shirt that says music on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah, no, really. That's what I felt too. When I saw people wear, like, Beatles shirts, I was like, What's, oh, yeah, oh, what good. is You that? like music. Good What for is you. that thing that, um, uh, that, I forget what TV show it's from. It, it might be 30 Rock or something else, or like, where, uh, it's, um, what's his name? Uh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? The guy, Donnie from fucking Big Lebowski. Buscemi? Buscemi, Buscemi, yeah. Where he wears that, like, he's like, he has like a backwards cap and a skateboard. Uh-huh. And it says, yeah, yeah. It says music band or whatever. Yeah, and he says hello, fellow teenagers. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. What yeah, show yeah. is that from? I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, everyone's seen I mean, it's seen a that. meme. Yeah, everyone's seen yeah. that. It's mm-hmm. been turned into a meme, but you know, yeah. That's what it is. You know? that, that is what it is. And, and again, like, you know, because people love the Beatles. People love the Beatles. Yeah, which is fine. I get it. But I, that's when we should have talked about that. It should have been the whole episode. It was just us talking about how people in high school <laughs> like the Beatles. And they claimed, like, anyway. Yeah. There's always, like, some there was always some guy who was just like, oh, yeah, like, I play guitar. And it's like, oh, what do you know? Like, let's start a band. And he's like, well, I don't know how to play anything but Stairway to Heaven. It's like, well, then what yeah. good are you? <laughs> yeah. There's always, like, those people yeah, exactly. who literally, again, should just be wearing a shirt that says music. Yeah. Fuck know? classic rock. Or not, fuck it. Just, like, I mean, it, you know, like, you know, get a personality. There's other stuff out yeah. there. <laughs> I'm totally not kidding. Um, that, that was, <laughs> yeah, Jordan, uh, that, was, uh, that was us watching A Hard Day's Night in our, yeah. Yeah, that's two grumpy yeah. old men watching yeah. a Beatles movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, next, it's going to be two grumpy old men watching a Tom Hanks movie. All right, Jordan, uh, you know what film I'm bringing. I mentioned it up at the top of the episode. You did, yeah. uh, But we need more information because there might be people who don't know what that thing you do. Yeah, so that thing you do from 1996, directed by Mr. Tom Hanks. He directed a film? Yes, this is the first film, his directorial debut. Wow. And uh, like I said before... uh, our synopsises are provided by Letterboxd, and uh, if every uh, if every life there comes a time when that dream you dream becomes that thing you do. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Woo. That anyway, was, that was a tongue twister. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pennsylvania band scores a hit in 1964 and rides the star-making machinery as long as it can. With its lots of help from its manager. Wow, that is very vague. <laughs> That's just like not good either. Yeah. That's like I mean, it's there should be you know it's just like the 
There's got to, yeah, that's really crazy. Anyway, yeah. who's in this? But if every life comes a time when that dream you dream becomes that thing you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I think uh, Tom Hanks wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Tom Hanks, he plays Mr. White. He's like the label guy, A&R kind of guy. Uh, Tom Everett Scott plays Guy Patterson. Uh, Kitsch, I don't know why they didn't uh, put that in there. Also Shades. Yeah, uh, yeah, a.k.a. Shades. He's the reason they got to the top. Yeah, he's also uh, in Dead Man on Campus. Yes. <laughs> that movie. Can't forget the... Dead Man on Campus. Uh-huh. Uh, we got Liv Tyler, Tyler as Faye. Uh, Jonathan, what's is it? Uh, Seach? Seach? How do you say that? Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, as Jimmy. Shatch? Shatch? I uh, don't know. And yeah. Steve Zahn as Lenny. The great legendary Steve Zahn. Yeah. We got Ethan Embry as TB ba- uh, player, the bass player. That's what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, they didn't even give him a name. Yeah, he didn't have a name. He was. That's, uh, that's really. I want. I I think the name he is, he should be is the Unknown Soldier. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been giving too much away, kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Charlize Theron is Tina. And. Uh, we also got uh, Giovanni Robisi as Chad, the original drummer, and then uh, Lamar uh, Oba Baba Tunde as Lamar, as the concierge of the hotel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that thing you do, Jordan. Uh, I remember seeing this back in the day. I made my mom go take me to see it. Nineteen ninety six, baby. You made her. <laughs> yeah, I asked her to take me. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. How dare you make her take you to yeah. see this? And yeah, and also. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, wrote this. He wrote this while he was on, like, the junk shit tour for Forrest Gump because he had so much downtime. And it was just, you know, just being interviewed and all that stuff. So he wrote That Thing You Do. And Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, I know he wrote it, but wrote it. Yeah. But I didn't know that's when he wrote it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so, he he was, was, so he was in a Forrest Gump mindset, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gump state of mind, you know? No, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, Tom Hanks... First time as a director. First time director. He directed Larry Crone. Surprised you didn't bring that. <laughs> I will one day. <laughs> and also episodes of Band of Brothers. Yeah. Did what? Uh, did he ever, did he do that other one where? Um, damn it! What was it? Not Band of Brothers. Also the Pacific. Or no, just Band uh, of Brothers. He, he. I mean, I know he like produces a lot of those things and uh, narrates them. Or the but Band of Brothers, he actually directed. Yeah, it. and then there's that there's that other HBO show that he produced. I don't know if he directed any of the uh, episodes, uh, like the Man Man to the Moon or like you know that, that yes. limited series. Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he directed any of those. I think he just produced it and narrates it or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah. Because I it, I looked up his directing thing. It just says. Band of Brothers, Larry Crone, that thing you do. And I think something else, but... Yeah, there might be something else. Larry Crone special edition features or something. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen that, and and also to say that we didn't watch the theatrical version today. Right. We watched a director's cut, the hanky-panky cut. Which I will say is sort of, uh, which is sort of like a... Like a negative to your argument is that we watch the, the yeah <laughs> it is a little bit I mean, and again I you know watching the obviously watching this cut I, I was aware of what the regular cut was you sort of even though I hadn't seen that thing you do in a long time watching this director's cut I sort of felt where it was too long where or where it was it. like uh, yeah where it was too much and I mean obviously there's obvious things 
And there's things that you pointed out that I was like, oh, yeah, like, I guess I don't remember this. Where you were just like, oh, this isn't even in there. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't remember there ever being any kind of Charlie Theron at all, really. Yeah, she has the, like, two scenes where she's at the show. Like, well, a few, actually. But Yeah, yeah, but, you know, not, but not, like, as much they as they do in the... the dentist in, more, too. Like... Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, yeah like they show that whole more, thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a little bit, like, I can see why the theatrical cut like might kind of outweigh this but it was also really cool just to watch uh this director's cut because it does give a a little more behind the scenes of the band and stuff and a little more like a relationship between all of them yeah it gives gives a little more context to certain things yeah um like the i am spartacus thing the i am spartacus thing it gives you more context to tom hanks's character yeah um a little more than probably we needed but <laughs> well i mean i will say that um it's just sort of interesting that i i just wonder what what like, was the purpose yeah. why he picked it yeah. so so if you haven't seen the the tom hanks director's code of that thing you do so you get to little, know a little bit more about his kind of manager the label kind of guy that yeah. he is you get to know a little bit more about him and you find out that he is uh he's homosexual yeah. That he has a, a boyfriend that's Howie Long, the football player. Plays, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Howie Long plays him. And so you kind of see a little scene where he, like, you know, you kind of see them going on a date or whatever. They're yeah. getting ready to go on a date. And it and it was very surprising to me because uh, I did not know that. <clears throat> you know, they, they pretty much kind of get rid of that in the original. And, and I mean, in the, in the theatrical, in the theatrical cut, cut. Yeah. And so it was very interesting to me to see that. And But I felt like, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, oh, like, it's not. It, it wasn't weird because it's like, oh, like. You know, I don't know. It didn't feel like bad or anything. It was just weird because I was like, oh, I wonder why that was a choice for him to make that character that. Like why he felt like he wanted to. And then he's playing that character. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of was a weird because it was sort of unnecessary. So I get why it's cut out because we don't need to really see that of that. Yeah. Well, it's just like seeing like uh, uh, the uh, Shades character with um, Charlie Theron, uh, his girlfriend, Tina or whatever, like. We really didn't need to see like all those like uh, like their their kind of relationship because it's sort of like you know it, yeah he was with her but like you know she falls in love with her dentist and that's kind of all you need you don't really yeah, need any sort of like yeah. context for like why they're broken up because it's not really like he shows any like emotion that he's like broken hearted or anything about like you know like he's just kind of like in this whirlwind of like you know this crazy stuff going on like uh, his band is his band's like a single is like climbing the charts. So it's like, he has like no time to think about that kind of stuff. And there was really like, it doesn't kind of bring much more to that, to the film or his character sort of like, you know, it's it's just like, just like Tom Hanks is like, you know, character like him being like, obviously like he's like in the theatrical cut, he's just like this workaholic that is just like always like, you know, managing in there. And so, yeah, I get kind of why you'd want to maybe, like when you're writing it you want to see like oh yeah he's not just this guy all the time you know sure you know yeah but, but it, yeah this but, does, but that what, what what it shows in um you know the extended cut or whatever it yeah it really doesn't matter like that's that i think that's what's kind of bad about the um the extended cut is because you just want to see the band kind of you know and that and and in the theatrical it gets more to the band and just like gets like once the ball gets rolling it's really rolling the whole time you know and it feels like it doesn't stop and this one is a lot it feels a little slower too it's like 40 minutes added like it wasn't even like 
like like stupid like oh five minutes at it like you know like where it's just like an extended one scene you know mm-hmm. there was like a lot of little scenes that were extended like even uh guys uh i like mean he even extended life, the you know? fucking his son scene his son yeah. colin hanks's scene yeah like exactly. it's like a whole scene of him standing there just staring at Liv Tyler, just staring at Liv tyler and she yeah. looks up at him and says thank you yeah. and then he just leaves yeah like it's yeah and she like smiles as if it's like not like a real take or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's like it, it yeah like, that yeah exactly he like, just put it in there because his stupid son's in it and mm-hmm. I, we love calling hanks here but at the at the time you were stupid admit it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but anyway like yeah we probably should have just watched the the theatrical cut which is anyway. fine i mean again it's it's not it, it i was just sort of kidding but if that was the movie that you brought uh, you know, that, <laughs> just oh, come on, just no right way. off the bat. I mean, just because if I'd never seen it before and that was my first time seeing it, it would sort of would like I would sort of be like, what's going? What? Like, you know, it would I would be it would be more confusing confusing than that stuff not being there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like this in the in the regular cut, everything just you know what you need to know is there. It's not giving you all this extra junk. And and the it's only- like it's like what Tom Hanks is saying at the end. He's like, I want something snappy. Exactly, you know? and that's what the theatrical cut is. You know, it's something snappy, something like you know, like you know, just like that flows really. I think flows a lot better. You know, like you can feel like a little bit of the slog in the extended cut because there are kind of so, sort of unnecessary scenes to add. I mean, I guess the only thing that it sort of adds weight to is that when you see at the practices, you see more so of the relationship between Shades and Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Like that, they're sort of they're that that yeah. That Jimmy, the, the yeah. singer, doesn't like have anything to do with her at all. He just literally calls her his. He's like, oh, there's my girlfriend. Yeah, and like, but also did. it makes Jimmy look like, like I think the extended cut makes Jimmy look like you know like, yeah, no one cares about Jimmy. <laughs> you know, like it's like you know like well, he's just there, you know like he's just trying to like you know play his slow fucking songs or whatever you know, and just trying to record and like. Yeah, they're on this whole other thing, you know, like, and he didn't even have the, the goal to bring it like, you know, it wasn't even his idea to record. It was Shades, like, we should make a record, you know, like he was just, you know, and then all of a sudden now he just always wants to record, you know. Well, yeah, because he's trying to get his ballad. Yeah. On the ballot. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to get he's trying to get his ballad on the charts, but no one wants to hear stupid slow songs. Yeah. They want to hear the poppy stuff. They want to hear, hear the Beatles stuff. They, they want to hear, hear that thing you do in Spanish. <laughs> exactly. And what you know, it's pretty crazy that like you know you got Ethan Embry, and, I, and it's like the only, I feel like the only reason they got Ethan Embry is because he's got like puppy dog eyes because uh-huh. he never speaks mostly. Yeah, he just has like scenes where he just has like these like eyes like whether he's like surprised or like yeah. sad or like something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he just has to be like expressive the whole time. Yeah, you know? which is really like uh, I thought. It's kind of like, and that was another But it's thing. also like, who, I guess it's like, who talks to the bass player, you know? Like, well, I guess, I guess that's probably the joke, right? Yeah. That he's just the bass player and that yeah. most bass players are like interchangeable and like, yeah. you know, like that always happens or whatever. So th- that makes sense. But I just, I just don't understand like why he, he, there's like absolutely no reason for the little that I know of his character that he would join the military. But, you know, again, that's just a whole nother thing. He just doesn't, like, why would he join the military? You know what I mean? He's just, like, some goofy, like, I don't know. He just needed direction in his life, dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But But anyway, like. I think he just liked the suits. The reason I like that thing you do is just because I think it's a good, like, you know, picture of, like, a, a band trying to, like, you know, just be a band. And there's, like, I mean, obviously there's movies about bands and stuff like that, like. 
Hard Day's Night being one of them. But like <laughs> this one is really like, you know, like they're already like, you know, like they're already like started kind of like, you know, they're like they just they just need a guy to fill in for this talent show thing, you know. And then that ends up like catapulting them on the path to like, you know, stardom sort of, you know. Because he plays it faster, he started yeah. punk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it just like, you know, and it and it and it's kind of a cool story just because it's, you know, they're just a one hit wonder, you know, like they're not like, you know, they're not like they don't become this huge famous like thing, you know. They're like a little blip in in nothing, you know, like and I don't know, I feel like there's it's just a cool story to like tell, uh, especially at the time where it's like you know, uh, set and stuff like that. Like, it's just one of those things where like, you can I don't it's I don't know you just don't see that you know like I can't. It, think it, it is a cool story, although and again this is just a personal preference. It's not trying to say that this is what the movie should be, but it is. It would be kind of nice because it is about you know a band mm-hmm. and that that it would be a little bit more. Not darker, but you know what I'm saying? Like a little bit more real in that like, you know, some real stuff happens, right? Like stuff yeah. happens, but it's yeah, not, it's very, it's very like, like a, it's this very is a like, lighthearted film. Yeah, you know? it's very lighthearted. But, right? yeah, Which again, that's the tone it's going for. So again, this is just, you know, I'm not I saying felt that. Yeah. that. That's what I felt like the extended cut was trying to do a little bit sort of, you know, because I could kind of see that more. So when I was watching it this time with the extended cut is that mm-hmm. it could have got. Uh, it could have still been like how it is kind of, but also like, yeah, some like really serious things could have happened or like a uh, very dramatic, like things like, you know, like, I, I, like, I, I, like for instance, like, you know, Liv Tyler giving like, uh, Jimmy that whole speech about like, you know, I should have never wasted these kisses on mm-hmm. you is just because he's just like a dick in that like yeah. kind of quick moment. Like. Like, in real life, he would have, like, cheated on her, like, a bunch of times with a bunch yeah. of girls. And, like, you know, a bunch of, like, really, like, horrible stuff. Yeah, they should have showed him, like, with Diane Dane more. Yes, like, that, you know, that one. That, and yeah, be, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. And, like, she kind of, you know, yeah, she sees, but she doesn't say anything. Yeah, you I mean, know? it's like, the director's cut. Yeah. Let's see some sex in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's mm-hmm. let's see Jimmy going at it with Diane Dane. I'm kidding. But... There, but you know, but you know what I'm saying. There, there should have been like something more, like I guess, dramatic yeah. for her to like say that to him. Because yeah. I, I remember like that scene. Yeah. And then, but then seeing it again, like but, I was just like, I was like, oh, I mean, I get why she's like angry at him. Like he's not a good boyfriend. He's like he's he does not attentive to her and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, everyone really, else is besides yeah. him. You know, but, he's but, like, but that's not like the worst crime in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, he didn't like you know that's that's bad, obviously, but. It's not like he like cheated on her or he like you know what I'm saying like did something crazy. Yeah, and I wanted to see something crazy mm-hmm. because they're in a band, you know, and, and that's what would happen. That, they, they, they would do something really bad, you know. The kind of wind gets taken out of that speech too in the extended cut because when uh, the girl Len- uh, Lenny is dating says something and mm-hmm. she tells mm-hmm. her who she is, like you know, she's like, she's like, oh, and who are you? Like you know, like. It's kind of like, you know, try to play for laughs right there, but it really, yeah. it really doesn't work. Like that speech gets the wind taken out of it and it's Yeah, I not, wonder why he would put that. Yeah, it doesn't like, yeah, it doesn't like help it like at all. Like it, it doesn't like take the tension. Well, it, it takes the whole tension out yeah. of the scene from it, you know? Well, and I like, think it's yeah. because he just wanted more of that blonde chick. This is like the extended hanky panky version. Yeah. There's a lot of sex. There's a lot of like you know again with the whole you know a lot these, of winking. A lot of these guys putting their arms around girls and be like, "Hey, come back to the room." Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, it's it is interesting that he would add those things and like 
call it like his director's cut because that this cut that we watched seems yeah. like it would be the cut that the studio that has no idea what they're doing would put out mm-hmm. because they're trying to yeah. put all these like storylines together and make sense of these things yeah, yeah. and like add these parts you know what i mean mm-hmm. like where whereas the original feels feels like that's what the director knows because he knows the flow and the you know what i mean yeah it's so really it's, it's, it has a much it has like a, it has a much more a much different pace like it just and, really starts and going seen, you know? and, and i've never seen the larry crone director's cut uh <laughs> but i imagine that you know what That's I'm saying, scared. It's real panky. What I'm saying is that, like, we probably, you know, it's probably good that Tom Hanks has kind of hands to kind of guide his uh, his film to yeah, cut yeah. his film in the way that it is, uh-huh. you know. Because I think just like I, George Lucas needed hands for his films, you know. Well, like, a lot, you know, and a lot of directors do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, a lot of people, and, and I don't think that the Irishman is bad or anything, but a lot of people say that you know because Scorsese's uh, editor she passed away. Or okay. she like died, right? Yeah. Um, like that that that's why his stuff is kind of long now because you know what I mean. But I think she edited uh, Wolf of Wall Street, so that never mind. People are wrong. But, people uh, are always people, wrong. But people say that a lot about uh, Quentin Tarantino's editor, right? You know, like mm-hmm. all his stuff after after she passed away. Like you could tell, like something's totally different about his films, kind of. Oh, maybe it's know? Tarantino that I'm thinking of. Maybe it is. Oh damn! Because they got longer too. You know. Yeah. Huh. Shit, my bad. Well, I, I, that, yeah, but that, that is interesting yeah. that, like, yeah, whoever, and then also, I mean, let's talk about the cinematographer in that thing you do. Uh-huh. Uh, Jonathan oh, yeah, Demi's yeah. cinematographer on yeah. Married to the Mob and uh, Something Wild, which we have an episode on. And he also was a cinematographer on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Which we have an episode on with Film Slob. If you guys want to check that out, go follow Film Slob and check out our Ferris Bueller episode. I had, I had to shout out the cinematographer. Had to shout out, um, you know, because we mentioned him before, um, and I, I'm going to say his name, and I'm going to... Uh, Butcher it, for sure, yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's Tak... Oh, Fajimoto. Well, it's not that. It's not actually that hard. Tak Fajimoto. It's He's, Fajimoto. Okay, there Just you go. Kidding. And he also did Signs of the Lambs. He probably... Yeah, exactly, yeah. He, he probably did um, uh, this movie because he worked with uh, Hanks on Philadelphia, so oh, yeah, gotcha. so he's nice. like a demi guy, you know oh, what I mean? Gotcha. He also did Badlands, so he was one of the first guys to work with uh, Terrence Malick. Oh wow, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, Badlands yeah. is one of his. I think that's like his first film. That's his first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like film, film, like yeah, like, yeah. Student films or whatever, right? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and he's on that thing you do. Yeah, I mean, and it looks great. I think this movie looks really good. It does. It does um, like, it's very a, period appropriate. Yeah, exactly. It. They, I. That's. That's one thing I really liked it when I was younger is how like the period, you know, like because it's something you have no idea about. And it's crazy to see for sure, for and sure. to like feel like, you know, just the color palette is really nice. And just like, you know, like every like, you know, just the sets in this film look really cool. Like, you know, like the costumes are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That too. Like the way the band is dressed and like their instruments, like, you know, what they use is like. Yeah, it's just really like I, I, it I, really pops out like a lot. A lot of stuff just pops out. Uh, from the in this film you know just how everyone's dressed and looking and just yeah. like you i know, mean you, the you, period you know you brought up earlier that you saw this when you were a kid saw or when you know whenever it came out however yeah. old we were same thing i remember seeing it and sort of like getting this vibe of like damn like it is you know it does take place in the 60s yeah 
it is like about this sort of like Beatles kind of band that kind of like you know rock yeah. and roll but it felt like to me to me it was like it felt like a pop punk movie a movie about a pop punk band because that's what pop punk is right it's essentially just but, like yeah that. exactly that's and that's sort of like really how like pop you know it's like the same kind of interactions the same kind of mm-hmm. like personalities yeah the same kind, you know at least you know if, if i was trying to start a pop punk band at that time when i was but, that young yeah you know what I, I mean that's why this I, that's why i like this story of this film because it's not it's just I mean, yeah, there's like it's a period piece and all this stuff. Like, you know, it's not contemporary, but Pop it felt like you could, you know, like this is any band. Like, like this is sure. by, like, like how people talk about this is Spinal Tap. Like, you know, like it's a metal band or whatever, but they're like, but that like being on tour and doing all these stupid yeah. things is like it pertains to any band. You know? Yeah, like, sure, it's just sure. Like yeah, I think these spinal, situations and stuff. I think like Spinal that. Tap sort of has that when you become. Like when you're already like this, like these rocks are yeah. gods and it's still showing that they're still silly yeah. and that they're still just normal people when they have to be regular and they're not on yeah. stage. You know what I mean? Whereas like, yeah, that thing you do is more so just, uh, yeah. These it's the young, growing pains of a, a, a beginning band. Yeah. Know? It's literally like not knowing what, yeah. what you're doing. Like they literally just signed a contract with a man who lives in a, in, a, in, in a camper Without yeah. any question, you know, even yeah. the extended cut, they don't give us any any reason why they would do this, and they just do but it. But they kind of they do like you know like uh, in the extended cut, they but it have, makes sense. They, have, they have that scene where um, uh, where's like you guys just signed a contract without like having a lawyer look at it or whatever. Like you know that's not in the in the final cut. Mm. That was like a, you know, but yeah, that, I mean that's just like, but that's like one of those things like tales as old as time is uh, like artists signing a bad contract you know oh sure you yeah, know? yeah so like that like if they wanted to do something else with this well, that's uh, the like, thing is know, that they, they actually didn't sign a bad contract yeah which would have been a dark well movie. they kind of do what the playtone thing because like jimmy wants to write his to have his own songs but no he's like and then um uh mr white is telling him no you have to play these songs that we have in our catalog that are already written for like you know mm-hmm. Like like a Motown kind of machine thing, you know, where it's just like, we're not we're, you guys can play them and you, we could sell you guys, but we got to make sure like, you know, they really have their own asses too, you know, mm-hmm. like by giving giving them what they think could be a hit song. Well, yeah, know? that's why, and then they yeah. own all your masters. They yeah, exactly. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then at that when he like uh, when they signed the contract he asked for the masters too yeah you know? i mean that's like, and he says it so yeah. nonchalant that's yeah. one of like the so, funniest oh, when you gotta give me your masters yeah he's just like oh like all you gotta do is do this and then give me your masters and then mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know what i mean like it's just like part of the conversation and yeah whereas yeah, like, it's like most people don't really you know, you know most people probably do now because it's brought up so much yeah. i would think most musicians would i would think I talk be smart, about that yeah and like, you know and, like, and know that yeah, but don't like sign over your music rights yeah but know? like back in the day you just i mean you wouldn't know what that is yeah the label was like yeah how yeah. else are you going to get your music out there and yeah, now yeah. It, and now it's totally like a totally different like uh, right. landscape and everything you know? yeah yeah like because the internet and shit you know? yeah there's like all kinds of ways that you don't have to like and sell home studios yourself. like you know like, but yeah but like yeah but at that time it's just like yeah the, the only way that you're going to be able to because the only way that they're going to make money off of you is if they have your music. If they yeah. have like, you know, if they they own your music and then they essentially own you. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, I think they get out of their contract essentially because Jimmy starts a band. 
and well, they're on because they break up and they're not yeah 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 not. that's what i mean so like they probably just use you know he could probably just finish out the contract with that no. yeah probably yeah it's probably something like that yeah yeah because that's i mean that happens yeah i, I know about that yeah. <laughs> no it's something that does happen no like, it is yeah yeah like uh what was it like uh taking back sunday when they split up kind of but yeah. they're still taking back sunday and john and the bass player well they were trying to get signed to something else but no one wanted to buy out their contract yeah and to also, victory so exactly they had and to then, stay on victory and also the movie live with drive through records mm-hmm. they had to make the i am the avalanche uh album through drive through records even though it was a different band they yeah. were still under contract for yeah. that so it's still you know that band yeah. had to finish out that album that they owed yeah you know the first i am the avalanche is on drive through yeah. like or a drive or you know what i mean yeah drive through records is, yeah which is like crazy that's a uh, you know that's like snake that's like uh, well you know like you said it's just bad contract yeah. i guess you're right it was a bad contract yeah because i was saying it was good in terms of because I don't know. They they pretty much got all that they wanted, and they got to do whatever they wanted. Well, yeah, they you know? didn't know, but that's the thing they didn't know. Like they didn't like it. Just happened so quick too, you know. And then once it kind of had to, they got to slow down for like a second, you know. It was like they would just fall. Everything just fell apart, you know. Well, minus uh, the director's cut. How do you feel about Tom Hanks's direction, like what he does behind the camera? Uh, I mean, I I I like Tom Hanks's. Uh, directing this film like uh i like him in this film a lot actually you know like i think he's like he like I mean, obviously he wrote it but he wrote himself like a good character like you know the being the manager like the anr manager guy you know and like he's like uh i don't know i just i don't know what the, i don't know how to explain his character like how he's just like uh you know he's just so good at what he does and just is like on it and knows what to tell them and knows how to direct them and like you know and he also like sees like the relationships between all of them you know like when he's uh, when he first meets a guy when the uh the other guy like uh the other like manager like kind of gives him over to him like you know because they're mm, like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a partner kind of thing probably like you know he probably looks for bands and stuff too and then obviously like he probably get got a cut for giving him over to uh, uh playtone you know or yeah he's like uh that. yeah he said he, he even says something about like how he He's like a poacher. He's just like a local yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know, like, like, yeah. So they go, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So like, you know, like he already knows, like, and like when a guy tells him, he's like, well, I got to talk to the other guys in the band about this, you know? And then Tom Hanks is like, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, Jimmy, he was, uh, or I forget the, the other guy's name. Uh, yeah. He is the smart one, you know, because he knew to like oh yeah yeah know. yeah no no yeah tom hanks is good now i mean he's yeah. always good but i'm saying like behind the camera yeah i mean I, I like his direction too like uh uh there was like some cool shots in the extended cut uh where like they're in the um when they're getting uh taken in the cop car to the uh to the airport or whatever this like you know just how out bright the outside was and like and uh you know them in behind in the back seat is just like kind of their silhouette you know where i think a lot of people would have like lit it both ways you know so you could see them more like mm-hmm. uh the band you know by in, in the back seat of the cop car and what's going on outside how all the girls are like clamoring over the cop car and like climbing on top of it and stuff like that and i think i think the i i like the direction in this film it just like it doesn't like um i don't know there's nothing like crazy like there's nothing really crazy or anything but it like it suits the film and the story like you know like nothing is kind of really out there i guess yeah i mean yeah it's it's he doesn't really do much behind the camera i mean there's some stuff 
uh, that, that's noticeable. Um, but yeah, he he pretty much forced gums it. Uh, I would say forced gums it. But I mean, like you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I, again, I'm not trying to say that, that that's it's bad or anything. I'm just joking. Um, I I just like wondering if there was anything that like to you specifically stood out about it. No, I mean not necessarily. Like I said, it just like it just like. You know, and again, it, it, it tells it yeah. tells the story, you know. And right, it, just, it does like, what it has to do. There's nothing like, oh, that was, why did he do that, you know? There's, I don't have, like, any questions, like, kind of like that, you know, where I'm, like, questioning his direction because it all just feels kind of natural, you know, like, or good. Like, yeah, you know, minus the director's cut. <laughs> minus a lot of stuff that he did in the director's cut. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, uh, yeah, where it just felt like, oh, yeah, like there's a reason why that's not in there. Well, yeah, you could, the stuff you could kind of tell, it's like, yeah, it needed to hit the cutting room floor, you know? Like, yeah. Or it just like, or the, they couldn't, they didn't preserve it as well, you know? Like, it's always that too. Like, you know, when they show it, like, they didn't get to, like, you know, like, really uh, restore that. So it looks kind of bad sometimes anyway, you know? Like, no matter what you do to it or whatever. It's not necessarily the direction, yeah, it, you know? Well, yeah, no, 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 for sure. And it's also, but no, no, I, I'm not even really saying that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, there was shots that just, like, yeah, they, they looked like that they, they weren't, like, as clear as some of the other shots. But yeah, I just mean that. there was a lot of, like, uh, yeah, stuff was out of focus, for sure. I, I just mean in terms of, like, yeah, so there's, like, the scene uh, that's from the director's cut where Tom Hanks is, you know, uh, going to go with his lover, Howie Long. And it just feels like, I don't know, nothing there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like jokes and these things that feel very much like the first take and just very like improv and like it doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't feel like part of the film. Like, yes, you know, it, like it just it, feels like, like out of yeah. place like that. It, it does looks feel like, like, oh, like I went to the deleted scenes yes. section of the, yeah. the Blu ray. And, and like, you know, it doesn't even look like it just looks like he set up the camera to maybe test that scene and yeah. they threw that in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't even like it was a scene that was like set up for something, you yeah, know, they just kind of like run and gunned it. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially that one, it just felt very like, uh, yeah, just like improv and just very like, Oh, well, let's just try this. And then his wink at his wife. <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah. There's just like, yeah, little things like that. That Again, luckily I've seen the original version because yeah. if this was the only, this was the first version I'd seen, I'd be like, what is this movie? Yeah. Or just like, why is it like, why does it have that flow? Because the, the director's cut really takes away like the flow of it, and I remember that yeah. thing you do being like a like you said like a like a quick catchy song that just kind of goes through. You yeah. don't to me, I don't remember there being so much information about yeah the characters, yeah yeah it, you, know? you don't you really don't need it like you know where sometimes you feel yeah, like you, you need like you know like yeah more information uh, but yeah you didn't you like this one you didn't you just needed the like you know like the 90 minute version you know like it just it just plays it just plays better like you know like it's like yeah guy guy speeding up the song he just sped up the film like you know like exactly yes and that's, yeah, yeah. And that's and how it you know like that's how it and tom cruise should have stuck with that it got legs you i know? mean tom cruise tom hanks should have stuck with that but you know like that might be tom uh hanks's uh you know like critique of hollywood he wants to you know like he wants to be a blow you know they want to do their vision kind of and they can't you you know you, you don't really want to see it any other way you know because he wrote and directed this so i'm sure you know it's his baby it's like you don't want any you don't want to change it in any way you know and you don't want some studio mangling with it you know and you don't want to play the studio's song like the record label songs and stuff like that you know you want to 
do your own thing. That thing you do, not what they do. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that yeah. that is like a lot to do with it because he's yeah. not a musician. His son Chet Hanks is though, yeah. um, but he's uh, Tom Hanks is probably like talking about that that yeah. idea of, and then also the idea of you know all that doesn't really matter. You got to find love. You got to choose. Love, love is all you need, right? Well, you know, I mean, because it, I mean, literally, like they all just like you can't I mean, buy uh, me love. Shades just gives up, gives it all up just mm-hmm. for a kiss with Liv Tyler. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. leaves his. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how the it ends in the original version. I don't know. They exactly. just say like she she knew like she breaks up with him kind of not. But, but does he it's get like that it, ra- he doesn't get a radio job right in the original version. No, that that was all tacked on too. Like they just he just tells like you know all like he has those like you know those tapes, but I always just assumed it was like obviously the recording session they had jammed together with you know right because mm-hmm. he tell like. He, he t- yeah, he tells um, Liv Tyler at the counter, like you know, uh, that um, he's like, oh yeah, they say I could be like a studio drummer here. Oh, gotcha. You know, and he uh-huh. does says he's gonna do that. You know, and that he's gonna stay in California. That's and right. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not the radio thing where they bring him right. Right, where he's uh, gonna be a radio DJ. Yeah, yeah, which is in the director's cut. Yeah. But yeah, that would that that is just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's silly. Yeah. Ron Howard or uh, Clint Howard Clint calls Howard, him. Yeah. He's not in the original one either, right? Clint Howard is like he in, is? That, in oh, that. Okay, he's that, a radio. He's a radio yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah just okay. not that second scene that he has. Yeah, like he gives Shades yeah. a job. Yeah. So uh, avoid the director's <laughs> cuts at all. Don't costs. avoid it. If you like <laughs> that thing you do, like it's kind of nice to see all these other things going on. Well, going on, but I mean, well. obviously, it doesn't stand up to the theatrical cut. You know, and there's a reason why there's the theatrical cut because it just it plays like that thing you do if Jimmy didn't write it. You know, well, I've, yeah, the theatrical cut is literally just giving you too much stuff. It just giving you too much the shit. The director's it's, cut is. Oh yeah, yeah, the director's cut. Sorry, it's like giving you too. It's adding too many notes and too many notes of the jingle, baby. And I'll I just want to hear the ooh. Do we don't. Do we do don't do want do jazz. Do we want do the. Do. We want the pop rock song. Yeah, I don't want all that complicated shit, Tom Hanks. I don't need you winking at your wife. I don't need an extra fucking <laughs> twenty minutes how, of your stupid ass son. I don't need Howie Long. <laughs> I don't need Howie Long. I don't need any of that. I don't need it because I already know about you, Hanks. I know about what you did. I read about it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have been accusing you of some crazy stuff out there, Tom Hanks. But we know it's not true because we love yeah, you. Yeah, we don't believe it. We we uh, we know you're all good. And uh, we know your son's insane. Uh, not Colin. He's doing good on the offer. Uh, Paramount Plus. If you guys watch that, it's about the Godfather. It all comes. It all comes full circle. He's so, also a director in his own right. Who? Uh, Colin. Yeah, he's directed. Yeah, stuff. didn't he do a uh, documentary? Oh, okay. he did the Tower Records one. All things must pass. Did he? Huh. So it's so. also he's he's got music in his blood. Huh? Yeah. They both directed something about music. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think that thing you do. Uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's one of those movies. It's again, this is another one of those movies that I feel like if I said that I didn't like it, people would be mad at me. I don't think so. I don't think it's like that. Everyone loves that thing. Beloved, as you really don't think so. I don't think so. No, that's crazy. I I think it is. Uh, I think a lot of people, um, really like this movie because it's got the catchy song. I think that's what people probably wouldn't even remember who's in the movie. Yeah, but they would know that. Oh, I know that thing you do. You know, they would know that I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows the uh, you know shades. I quit, Mr. White. Everybody knows that. Everyone would know it. Yeah. So it's hard. You know, it's hard for me to 
look at it uh, through these shades. <laughs> it's hard for me to look at it through the shades of the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Because I because if it was the director's cut, I would say, you know what? You're done. You're out of here. <laughs> You're, you, you know what I mean? That, that doesn't belong here. But, I, you know, luckily we have the theatrical cut <laughs> that actually has a, a point and actually feels like a, a, a full-on story. Where, yeah, it's just strange that they added this stuff and it makes it feel just... Like it doesn't make any sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I and it's supposed to try to make it give more sense or more depth to these characters. There's and too doesn't. much jamming. Yeah, yeah, there's just too much stuff, and that's something we want out of a, that thing you do movie. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. What uh? You got any more? You got any more fighting you for this? Huh? I mean, I mean, come on, Ethan. They don't even. Ethan Embry doesn't even say a word. <laughs> Ethan Embry is one of the the biggest stars of the time. Yeah, right. He's probably like the biggest one out of all of them. I mean, like him and I think, Zahn. I think Guy, the guy, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Guy Patterson. That's like, his, this is his first film. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I remember. I remember watching the Access Hollywood or the Entertainment the, Tonight. Entertainment Tonight, where they were talking to, like, interviewing Tom Hanks and they mm-hmm. were talking about how he had the it factor and yeah. he went to the, I think he knew how to play drums or something too. No, they all learned, like, oh, you know, all right. like, yeah. But yeah, I mean Steve Zahn. I mean, come on. Yeah, and Zahn. Steve, and we barely, we barely even touched on Steve Zahn in this film. Uh, like he steals a lot of the scenes, you know, just with his, uh, like kind of stupid, cringy remarks and the way he's like just trying to t- chase chase tail, you know, like when he, and he tried to any cock blocks a uh, uh, guy. You remember at at the at Villa Pianos or whatever it's called. Is that a deleted scene? No, that's oh. uh, the way he comes up. He's like, "Hey, that's your yeah. gr- your girlfriend oh, yeah. just walked in." Oh, okay. That that's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, I mean, Steve Zahn is like the perfect '90s white guy. That's just like he's got a button-up bowler shirt on. Yeah. Like, and he's just like saying wacky stuff, and he's just gonna like always have something silly to say, even if it's not funny. It's just the way that he says it <laughs> and acts it out. You're just yeah, like, oh, okay. like the conviction which with yeah. which what she says it is just always like. Yeah, that's Steve yeah. Puckett. It's never it's he never Steve says Zahn, anything you know? clever. Yeah, but it's funny because he just said it all silly. Yeah, and uh, Steve Zahn embodies that perfectly. And I, I was just saying, it just kind of sucks that they did, they just didn't give Ethan Embry a lot to do. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, he, you know, back then he played like the shy guy, the kind of like skinny, like little nerdy guy. I uh, can't hardly wait. Uh, yeah, I can't. Hardly and then wait. the 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 meth head in uh, Empire Records. He was a meth head. Uh, he was taking uppers or something. You know, that's why it was oh. all like. I don't, know, you know. I, I don't remember Empire Records, but I do. I the, my point about bringing that up was that now he's playing like, uh, like kind of ruffians, you know, like yeah. ruffier people. Yeah, which I think is great. It's like a whole change in like thing. Mm-hmm. And now he's like typecasting like a whole different like opposite side. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, because uh, what is that film? Um, uh, well, because he's in this show called Brotherhood on Showtime, which was from like a long time ago. But he plays like this kind of like undercover cop who's like pretending to be like an Irish mobster, kind oh, of okay, like a hood yeah. guy. And then mm. in that one movie with Pat Healy, uh, where they pay each other to like do stuff. Uh, cheap uh, Thrills? Cheap Thrills. Yeah. He sort of is playing the same kind of looking guy from uh, Brotherhood in that. And oh, I okay. think everything that he's in, he's sort of like, he literally just wears a beanie and like a hoodie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he just looks the same. So I, I'm just saying that's great that Ethan Embry's come a long way <laughs> since being like the, the skinny, like nerdy guy. Yeah. But uh, but it just sucks that there, there's not a lot in it. I, I sort of wanted to know more about that character. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, they have a whole director's cut where they explain everything else, but they don't explain uh, Ethan Embry's uh, 
Why TB, he joins the army? Yeah. Or no, wait, or the Marines? Yeah. What, what what is his name? A TB player. TB player. That's yeah. right. The bass player. Yeah. That's how much they cared about Ethan Embry in this yeah. movie. Uh, the but, unknown soldier. And yeah. even at the end, when Tom Hanks is like, like, oh, you're the brains. Uh, Steve Zahn's the fool. Uh, the other guy, Jimmy's the talent. And Faye, well, Faye's, uh, I don't know, whatever he says. There's something about Faye. Right? He doesn't even bring up yeah. the fact that there wasn't a bass. There was a bass player before. Yeah. I mean, Shades isn't even an original member. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because they always, like in the film, they're always talking to him about like the business of the band, you know? Yeah. Like they talk to him first. Like he's like, because well, I guess because he's the brains, right? Well, he's the brains. He's yeah. the look. He's yeah. the brand. Yeah. He is that thing you do. I mean, everyone did like Jimmy, but it's only because he was singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everyone wanted shades. He looked good. He knew how to bang drums. And, uh, you know, he's just, you know. Oh, he knew how to bang he, drums. He knew how to party. And the dentist knew how to drill. Well, let's not get into that. Yeah. Charlie Theron, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Hanks, give her her first big break. Give him a round of applause, everybody. Yeah. He gave everyone their first big break. I mean, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have Dead Man on Campus, which is what the guy from yeah the we wouldn't have from. a Mark Paul Gossler being a fucking movie. <laughs> I think that was I think it was was oh yeah I guess it would have after right because you're saying this was his first film, um, the Shades guy yeah yeah which uh, another kind of uh, that's another black mark on the Criterion letting it in is <laughs> <laughs> that that guy was in Dead Man on Campus. Yeah. No, I don't. All right, what do you think? Should we let it in, Mondo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I brought it to hopefully, you know, to be let in, you know, because I think uh, it's just the story of a band, you know, and it can be like, you know, it's just one of those stories that is like as old as time and can be like, you know, you know, obviously like, you know, to any band or group starting out or like, you know, and having all like these four different personalities or five, uh, maybe six counting Tom Hanks, you know. Uh, how like you know like how every everyone can just like keep bumping heads you know and then and it's so easy for it everyone to just kind of like let go you know and and just be on that trajectory of like you know getting on like you know having a hit song and then you know just being a and just being forgotten pretty much you know and I think that's what's like what sells like that thing you do like you know besides also the acting the actors i think are really great and all in this film like you know uh live tyler uh the guy who plays shades you know jimmy uh you know steve zahn ethan Embry, all these guys like they just like they just work together as a band you know like it's they don't they don't feel like 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 there's the, obviously there's chemistry between all of them even uh rabisi you know where uh, he's like shown more in the uh, in the um the hanky panky cut but he's barely in like uh in the theatrical act three act theatrical cut but yeah i mean they all i all i feel like they all just have like a lot of chemistry and that's what's like kind of gushing off the screen as well you know in this film and it's tom hanks uh, take directorial debut and he wrote it for christ's sakes you know yeah, and the, man, I mean, I <laughs> and the man wrote Larry Crone, <laughs> which is again not not the best thing, but that's okay. You know, yeah. he was older, he's younger here, different <laughs> different types of styles. Yeah. But I will say that I think the one thing that that thing you do obviously has going for it is just 
uh, it just came out at like a perfect time, right? Mm. Uh, the, what is it, 96? Yeah, 96. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just like, um, it was like that type of, it's, it, around that time in the 90s, like so- soundtracks were like huge. Yeah. I mean, that was like a big thing, right? Your movie had to have like a good kind of soundtrack to complement it. You know what I mean? Like, especially around that time. And so this, actually having an original song that's in the movie you know what I mean? That play, yeah. actually plays in the movie, and then you can actually buy it and like listen to the song. It's, it's. I think that was like a big factor for it coming out. Yeah, it was a catchy song. And then again, it is just very. Um, and this, you know, usually this would be a bad thing, but it's actually helping this movie. <laughs> um, it's just very like. How can I say? Uh, like, obviously. Like Manila, like uh, Vanilla in that like it, it doesn't ever push too much in kind of like a dark direction. Yeah. And it's never just too like uh, like cutesy. It's just literally there for like anybody. Like literally anybody can watch that thing you do. Mm. Not the director's cut. <clears throat> Don't do that. But literally the regular film, like anyone can just watch that. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can watch it and it doesn't, um, it's not going to f- offend you. It's not gonna like confuse oh, you. Is gonna offend everybody. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna like confuse yeah. you. It's not gonna like. You know what I mean? It's not. You're not gonna yeah. be like, oh, what is this scene? Like this. Well, I don't understand. Like everything is just. It makes sense. You're just watching, like you said, yeah. this band, just kind of going through its like ups and downs of just you know that little moment of that flash of like fame that they get, where it, mm. you know obviously it lasts for a, a certain amount of time, but it doesn't last like that long. Yeah. Like they literally just have one. Yeah, they song. have their fifteen minutes of fame and that's it. Yeah. yeah, they have their fifteen minutes of fame and we never get to see like them, you know, become anything else but what they are. Yeah. Like they don't grow at all. And the, I mean that's I mean I, I think uh, that Shades would... kinda grows in that he grows and I and again, like this all sounds like it's like a bad thing, but it's like literally like nobody grows in any kind of way. Like no characters like learn anything. The only thing Shades learns is that oh I guess I love Liv Tyler. You know what I mean? There's no... Well, I mean, he gets away from his parents, you know, like his dad, who, where he's just working at the, his, their appliance store, you know? Oh, well, sure, I guess kind so. of yeah, like, yeah. He was kind of doomed to do that, like, if he didn't do something, you know? Do something, you know? And he finally, like... Well, this I mean, finally gives him, like... It was... Because he also goes to the army, too, like, you know? And he's, uh, like... Yeah, yeah, because it was... Well, the, the reason he was going to own his own store is because that was hot to the young local girls back in the day, yeah. back then. Yeah. Right? Like, Charlie like Sterling thought thing, that yeah. was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you're going to have your own appliance store? Yeah. Like, that's like. You, know, name, you can name it Guy. Yeah. Like, that's. Like that's you, that gets you hot and bothered because yeah. that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's what everyone should be looking for, I guess. But as a man who's going to uh, own a, like an appliance store. American dream kind of yeah, yeah. thing. You know? Your man's going to own his own appliance store. He's going to put on a tie every morning. He's going to open up a, his own store and turn on the lights. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. a thing. So, yeah. that. But, yeah, yeah. So. He was going to get stuck doing that. But yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I, you're right. It was bad. But what's funny is that like, yeah, it seems like he didn't really even have dreams of being like a famous drummer. He just wanted to be a good drummer. Right. Yeah. He just like wanted to just, play with his. Right. Like, you know, he wanted to play jazz and he stuff to play like with that. Himself. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> In like his basement. It wasn't the store's like, basement. Yeah. It wasn't that like, you know, like. Yeah, which I think is what, yeah, because where it's just like someone like uh, like Lenny just wants to get laid. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, Lenny's the, doing it for the chicks. And TH bass uh, player or TB player 
is he's just, just their friend that plays. Yeah, bass. he's just sort of being told what to do, yeah. and like he just. Does. And then Jimmy is the guy that wants to take control of everything, but like. Well, he's no. actually like the one who, like, he's a musician. He just wants someone to like listen to his music. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like that guy who plays guitar at like parties. Yeah. And you're just like, oh god, like he's like, oh, I just wrote, like he plays guitar like yeah. you know, like on the streets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he just wants his music heard, you know, and he wants yeah. to record his own thing, you know, like he wants to be the writer. And but he, but yeah. it's like stuff that nobody wants to hear. Yeah. You know, unless some guy comes in, guy comes in and yeah. picks it up yeah. a bit, yeah, and tunes it up. And Liv Tyler, she's just, you know, she's one of those girlfriends. I mean, we've all seen them. Every guy <laughs> in the band has them. I'm just going to stop you there. You know what I before mean? You say, before you dig yourself. No, no, no. Hole. I'm okay. saying like, you know, like I'm saying like, you know, we've all seen it. Like the, the, the girlfriend who's just doing so much for this shitty guy yeah. in a band. And like, you know, and he's just like crooning, crooning for some, for, you know, for some underage tale. Yeah. And, Older uh, tale. And it never gets bad. Well, see, in... in that's why this movie isn't realistic, because it would be <laughs> underage tale that he'd be going after. He wouldn't be going after the older chick, you know? Yeah. But I guess he is the songwriter, so I guess he's the old soul. Look, yeah. none of that matters if it could have, if it belongs in the Criterion Collection or not. But I will say that what as I was saying, that I think that's what 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 would get it to belong in it, right? Like mm-hmm. is the fact that it's a movie that no matter how old you are, no matter what age you are, you know that thing you do. Tom Hanks is just a friendly face, um, you know. And it's, yeah, you could re- you could recommend this film to anyone, pretty much. Yeah, you can, and it's just like a, it's obviously a film that everyone is always going. You know, it's always going to be one of those. Uh, anytime someone talks about movies in like a list in some way, that thing you do is going to be on it. You right? think so? Yeah, like well, I think well, you're the, giving it a lot more credit than I think it has. I think, I mean, just from, I mean, and this is not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying from what I think I see in terms of like, you know, you read like books about, you know, 100 movies you need to see before you die or whatever like that. I mean, stuff like that thing you do is sort of always in that, you know. And I think it's because of that more so the nostalgia factor of that it just, it's just a movie that's just going to be there. And it doesn't matter when it came out. You could be any age, and you'll watch, it and you're like, oh, "Okay, like that's that was a cool yeah. movie." Where I think a lot of people think Almost Famous is that, and it's not. This feels more like that, you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just a good, like you said, it is just a nice little, a nice little uh, movie about like a a moment in time of a band like that. Even mm-hmm. though I would like to see one that's a little more like darker, a little more rugged, a little more rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Let's get Tom Hanks. Out from behind the camera, you know, you know what I mean. Let's get someone yeah. with a little more edge behind there. And again, valiant effort from you, Hanks. I know you were you were going for a lighthearted tone. You weren't trying to give us anything. He's going for the play tone. He was. He wasn't going for anything heavy handed. And I understand that, and I can appreciate that and respect it. So with that said, I mean, I know we said we we're going to be like harsh, and we we're starting <laughs> to try to be like, but it's kind of hard to say no to something like this when. You know, it's again, it's it's like if I said it's like me saying no to a hard day's night. Right. Like that's just dumb. It's just me. Like I, even though I, I obviously enjoy that thing you do much more than I did a hard day's night. But me saying no to a hard day's night, it's like me realizing that I don't like that's I don't appreciate what it is and I can appreciate what it is. Yeah. So even though I'm not like crazy about that thing you do, it's not like I'm not one of those people who's like. Oh, like this is one of those movies I own. I really like love this movie. I can still appreciate it when I watch it 
and appreciate the nostalgia factor appreciate like i don't know just where what it is and the time that it came out it was like you know it was a big deal you know i remember it being a big deal i remember people you know everyone liked that thing you do everyone talked about it i think a lot of people more talked about it because the song too because the song is actually is really catchy and i mean uh during the duration of the film i don't think you get really tired of it you know I mean, it I'm just, pretty sure there was a time in one of the bands that we were in that someone did that, where they went, I quit. I quit, but we were, like, joking around. We all did it, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. it, like, it, it resonated with people who played music, especially, I feel yeah. like, you know, around that time. So, you know what, Mondo, that thing you do, <laughs> that thing you did, it's in. They did it? I'll let it in. I will the let that thing you do did in. did it. <laughs> and, and, you know what, and, and that's not, you know, and... All right. Yeah. I think I just caught you on an off day. What do you mean? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think so. I mean, I, I, I just again, it's just hard for me to like say no to certain things unless it's just like completely like I just yeah. don't understand mm-hmm. why. You know what I mean? Like, and, and this is just, I get it. I mean, I get it. I totally get it. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this who are going to get it as well. You know, because they look at this film as like a, and I, I don't know why you don't see that but i really do believe that there's a bunch of people who are going to listen to this episode and be like if they heard me and i said no this doesn't belong there they'd be like you're an idiot <laughs> like it's that thing you do I don't, know. I don't think i don't think people have that i don't think people have that strong of feelings of that thing we're gonna do. have to see but we'll yeah we'll find out i hope they do but and i'm glad that they do because that thing we did that thing we got in the collection <laughs> i don't know sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that thing you do, it is in the collection, um, and you know, uh, you know. I'm tr- and again. So yeah, if you ever come to the Criterion Cult uh, house, it's gonna be there. It's gonna be on file, ready to watch. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, you know, because I I can see it actually being in the Criterion collection. You know yeah, what I, mean? I can too. Like, I yeah, it Which, just kind of makes sense, sort of like, especially with like. Does Tom Hanks have anything in the Criterion Collection? Like, is Philadelphia in th- that or uh, no. Joe vs. the Volcano? I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't no. Like, yeah, he has like nothing in there, right? The is last... Forrest Gump isn't on a laser disc? No, no, no. Okay, I'm surprised. Zemeck is nothing for that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, yeah, nothing, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head that he's like prominent in. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, right, again. I mean, because, you know, most of the stuff is just sort of, you know... I mean, you brought the Burbs in an episode. Yeah, I know. And he's in that. Yeah. Uh, but that's... But that's my collection. <laughs> well, that's, you know, yeah. maybe someday. Yeah, we've been maybe. We've been predicting them. Yeah. And this might be a prediction as well. I mean, they have The Breakfast Club on there for f- fuck's sake. Yeah. And that's uh, not a good movie. And there's a bunch of people who are going to be, like, all mad at me about saying that because people love that movie. And I feel like I it's kind of the same. They're going to be more upset about you talking shit about Almost Famous. Cause oh, that too. Because everybody too. fucking right. loves that goddamn movie. That's right. I talked shit on that And that movie's too. fucking garbage. Yeah, that, that's going to be another one. But see, that I feel like that thing you do falls in that same the same category as those. Uh, the same love and, like, mm. kind of fandom for it. That if, yeah, so, yeah. But, but again, and, and that's one of the reasons why it belongs in. That's, you know, Almost Famous is just boring as shit. And, um, but, but that thing you do is, uh, you know, it's like a nice, like you said, it's just, it is the song, right? It's just a nice little fun little snap, 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 boom, boom, boom. It's catchy. It's cute. I could watch it in Spanish. <laughs> you can watch it in Spanish. You can, you can watch it with anybody, you know, you can watch it anytime. It's a Christmas movie. It's a, it's an Easter movie. It's a, it's a, it's a movie for every day of the year. 
And even though I'm not the hugest fan of it, I'm gonna let it in, Mondo. Oh yeah, thank you. That's awesome. I'm the thing you do in. is doing it in the Criterion Collection now. Yeah, the Tom Hank a, a Tom Hanks directed film yeah. is in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. And again, I think we're gonna predict because we've been predicting some pretty good shit here, or at least in terms of like it's probably like they're gonna do like some like in honor of elvis like some musical like criterion channel collection thing Mm -hmm. and then that thing you do is going to be in it it's going to be like movies about like it'll be on the channel yeah like movies about like bands yeah yeah. and it's going to have that yeah you know what i mean that makes a lot of sense that's what's going to happen because it's been happening i mean we did our lemon episode and then guess what boom they decided to play them on the channel and highlight them on the channel so i don't know yeah are we? Uh, do we have our fingers on the pulse of the Criterion Collection and what they're going to do on their channel and in their uh, in terms of what they're going to release? Probably. Yes, we do. I think so. So keep listening. Yeah. Keep listening. Keep flapping those lips, buddy, and see what you got to say. I, I see those comments, and you guys don't know who you're messing with. All right. <laughs> we are the Criterion yeah. Cult Mondo. Yeah. Where can they leave those comments, Jordan? Um, well. You can, I mean, we've, we got some, we got some spicy comments on our YouTube channel recently. We got called dorks. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do have a YouTube channel, but you don't got to go to that yet. Yeah. Uh, but you want to do is you want to go to at criterion cult on Twitter and then at criterion cult pod on Instagram. If you want to follow me on letterbox, you look me up at Jordan Garcia. If you want to follow me at Instagram, I'm at young Jane Fonda, but leave comments we don't care if they're spicy. We want to hear it. You don't yeah. like it? Let us know. You yeah. do like it? Let like, us know. Rate all that stuff. Yeah, rate us, like us, subscribe to us, all that stuff. Leave the comments in the comments below. Well, where can we find and, you? And uh, how do you feel about that thing you do? Like, uh, how do you feel about Hard Day's Night? I mean, are, yeah, are, are, like, are am I wrong? Is there not a rabid fan base for that thing you do? Show me. Show us. Yeah. Spread the word. I think I, th- I think uh, Mondo. Where can we find you? Yeah, at save Mondo uh, underscore Mondo on all those things, including yeah. Letterbox. Make sure you add them on your that thing you do post. All right, let them know. Show them that I'm right. Yeah, that there is love for us and that thing you do. Join the cult. And that thing you do is on the Criterion Cult shelf. <laughs> so come over and watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>